Hey, Devin, mind if I come in with the rain? No, don't come in with the rain. Gonna get everything all dirty. Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Come Back, Be Here from Red Deluxe Edition. Come back, be here, so, so good. And today, we are discussing the song Come In with the Rain from Fearless Platinum Edition. Ooh. Ooh. Come In With The Rain is the fourth track on the Platinum Edition. This was her album that she put all of her bonus tracks at the beginning instead of the end mm. on the Plat Edition. That's why Jump Then Fall is number one on this CD. All of her other CDs, the bonus tracks are at the end. Fearless was released on October 26, 2009, and this song was another one co-written by Liz Rose. Our gal Liz mm-hmm. wrote, wrote some good tunes oh, yeah. with Taylor. According to setlist.fm, which is where we find where she's played all of her songs and everything, this song has never been played live, which That's, yeah. is crazy to me. If any of you know of a time it was played live, please let us know. But according to setlist.fm, it does not exist. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to find a live version mm-hmm. of this song, and I couldn't find yeah. it. I'm sure she played it live in one of her earlier shows when she, before she was discovered, before she had an album come out. Maybe, if it was written. It probably wasn't, though, because Liz Rose wrote it with her. Sure. So probably not. Yeah. But if that was the case, but I couldn't find anything online yeah, where the song was. It's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So, Dev, what do you think about Come In With The Rain? So this is interesting to me. I started listening to it today, and I was like, this sounds really familiar. And then I was like, I looked up the chord progression of it, and it's... The same chord progression that she uses on six other songs on the album. Wow. Interesting. So, Jump Then Fall, Fearless, Come In With The Rain, The Other Side Of The Door, Hey Steven, You Belong With Me, and The Way I Loved You. And they all follow the same chord progression. Interesting. Which is one, five, two, four. It's that... It's that easy chord progression to play. On the guitar, as I have learned playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Jump Then Follow is like a really easy song to play. Yeah, you love playing So that. It, it's really fascinating to me how many songs on this album specifically are so similar. Yeah, there are a lot. Which, you know, I guess makes it for a pretty cohesive album. And I think that that's why you're able to really hum along and know kind of all of the songs on the album. Interesting. Also, it was, as I just said, pretty easy for her to play the chords. Interesting. I remember us talking about this with the change episode, but mm-hmm. that one is the same chord progression, but a different key. Is that it's, the truth with that one? Or? It is. I believe so. Uh-huh. Yeah, I looked it up. I think it's in the key of C. Got it. But Yeah, because that one sounded so similar to Fearless. Yes. Yeah, to me. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's interesting as well because... She, you know, when she was writing all these songs for Fearless, did somebody tell her that, like, this was the way to to write 
country pop songs at that point in time? Like, was that the chord progression she had to go by? Yeah, it might have been the one that was, like, most popular mm-hmm. in 2009, yeah. potentially. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I mean, I I like the song. It's catchy, obviously, because it reminds me of all the other songs on the album. It It does make for, you know, me not necessarily liking it as much because it sounds so much like... Mm. Some other really good ones, like Fearless and Jump and Fall, are, I think, mm. better songs, obviously, to me. Also, I really don't like chord change into the chorus. Mm, that, I remember you saying that. that it's it, it feels very jarring to me. That's kind of my take on it. It's a song I'm not going to really listen to too much. It's a fine song. Liz Rose always writes a good song with Taylor. So, what about you? Yeah, and that, I mean, it's interesting that you say that, too, because I did not pick up on that this song was the same chord progression because how much it was slowed down, or mm-hmm. I don't even know if the chords were slowed down, but just the singing. And it's so it's always interesting to me how your ear picks up things that I just can't hear. Yeah. I like that. So I don't know if it's nostalgia, because this song is one of the first songs that I remember knowing in my early time of being a Swifty. And I don't really know how, but I feel like I didn't buy, because of my age, and I wasn't really buying albums, I don't think I even had an iTunes account. I didn't go to CD stores very Mm. often, record stores. I don't think I got Fearless until it was platinum. Oh. That's what I think, because the version on my iTunes is platinum. I can't remember. It was so long ago. But so I feel like this was one of the first Taylor songs I really heard and got to know, which would make sense since it was early in the Fearless platinum yeah. CD. And though I knew Debut and a bunch of the songs from it, I I didn't buy Debut until... I had already then gotten into Fearless. So I only knew like the singles from debut, Mm -hmm. then got into Fearless, then bought debut right around that same time. Gotcha. So because of that nostalgia factor, I really like this song because it just feels like, oh, like Young Taylor, this is an early song I remember knowing. Mm. It's one of those songs that you don't listen to a lot, but suddenly it comes on and you're like, oh, I know all the words to this. When did I last hear this song? Sure. And there's just songs like that that you just feel like you're like, oh, yeah, I know this. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I like... That image of, like, someone coming in through the rain, through an open window. It's very romantic. So romantic. Sad and moody. And (laughs) it fits in perfectly with that, like, fearless Taylor narrative. Which was, like, you know, a very romantic fairy tale-like album with also heartbreak and loneliness, like, mixed in. Sure. It's interesting because this song, I would say, is pretty country like not Mm -hmm. as much like taylor like her later stuff Mm -hmm. so i'm really interested what it will sound like in the re-recorded fearless right that's coming soon very soon and i'm i'm curious too because like what you're talking about with the jarring part going into the chorus is the part that doesn't necessarily sound like taylor's mature voice so i wonder how that will sound with her voice more mature Mm. And I don't know, like, will it be softer and not as jarring, the Ooh, transition? Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't listen to the song regularly, but I still really like it and feel fondly about yeah. it. Yeah. Do you relate to this song? Sort of, kind of, maybe a little bit. I okay. don't know. You know, the the sense of pining over somebody and, and wanting them to want you back mm-hmm. and trying to 
tell them that you want them without actually telling them that you want them. Like that was kind of a a big thing for me was that I kind of just expected girls to know that I liked them because I like wore my emotions on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, why, why doesn't, why doesn't this girl get it? Like I'm, what's going on? And then I'm like, oh, cause I didn't actually tell them that I liked them or something like that, you know? And so then I would just be sitting in my room being like, oh, Gosh, I wish that so and so would text me on I am or whatever and text me go. on I am. You sound like such a grandpa. <laughs> and we could we could go to the movies. You know, I was pretty clueless in both middle school and high school. And that was largely due to the fact that I had been around girls my entire life as a dancer mm-hmm. and the only boy in dance class. So girls to me were just girls and they, you know, were my friends and everything. And so it was on my side too. Like if a girl was interested in me, I usually like, whoosh, like right <laughs> over my head. Yeah. And then vice versa. If they're like, oh, you know, I thought you were just a really good friend who treated me to a movie and a pizza and ice cream and bought me these flowers. And I had no idea you liked me. <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird. I was that girl for sure. <laughs> I also, there were a couple of times where I was like a little too intense mm. with like gifts or stuff. There there were a couple of times where I think I totally scared the girl away because <laughs> of like, you know, if I got them like a bracelet or mm. something, mm-hmm. like that's big Yeah, in, in like high school. And, like, yeah. Like jewelry, that's, that's it's, big. It's even big. Now, yeah, sure. I mean, even <laughs> if it was like you know a ten dollar bracelet from Claire's mm. or whatever, that's still gifts yeah. like that, like tangible things, really big deal. Mm-hmm. And that really meant that that I liked them, mm-hmm. you know, and and it could totally scare scare them away. So, you know, the other part of this song that don't relate to <laughs> is that my bedroom, you know, is on the second floor of the house. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people, their bedroom is on the second floor of a house, unless you live in a ranch and then like the ranch style house is one floor. But mm-hmm. so I wouldn't want a girl trying to come in through the window with the rain, especially, <laughs> especially with the rain. It's slippery. It could be dangerous. Lightning. Mm. They could get struck by lightning. Oh my God. Then they're going to get the floor all dirty. They're going to be all <laughs> wet and, and they're going to track that all into my room. Well, I think it's more of a metaphor, you know? I mean, yeah, but <laughs> I don't necessarily want someone coming in with the rain. Mm. Uh, honestly. like, Well, it goes with that same idea of that romantic idea of coming in from the rain when really the rain's not that romantic. Like it's always no. romanticized in movies, but really it's just like cold and dirty. It, it, yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah, you, we both hate the rain. Yeah, we do. Being in the rain, like yeah. the rain is okay. But like sometimes a summer rain, sure, could be a nice thing. Yeah, it might be because w- neither of us are water signs. I'm a fire sign, and you're an air sign. I don't think that we like water. I don't know. Probably but, not. So it's like opposite. I know that that yeah, it really it doesn't have anything to do with with this song, but. <laughs> I didn't hate the rain until I moved to New York City. Oh, the, the rain in New York City. Because you is can't the worst. avoid it. You have to walk everywhere. You get soaked. Yeah. You get dirty going to work. Yeah. Before that, the rain wasn't so bad to me. And now I just really dislike <laughs> it because of that. <laughs> you know, they could come in through the window when it's a nice day out. That's cool. <laughs> no one was ever allowed to come in through my windows. 
There was a screen <laughs> on my window that was really hard to get out. Yeah, I didn't so know how to do I the don't think that people would be able to get into my window. My room was on the ground floor, though. So they oh, theoretically, been... I could have snuck someone in through my window, but I had no idea how to take the screens out and put them back. Plus, that was probably really loud, you know? So, Taylor, like, I understand it's all about the romantic vision of this song and, and the metaphor, as you mm-hmm. said, but realistically... <laughs> That's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough Mm. look for someone to come in a window Mm. on the second floor, especially. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, for all of our viewers who live in apartment buildings. Yeah. What what is that? But there's sometimes could be a fire escape and that might make it even easier. That's true. That's pretty romantic. Ooh, a a nice rainy fire escape. Yeah, it's like Pretty Woman. Yeah. Or West Side Story. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... But still dangerous. Still... Rainy fire escape. Yeah, you could slip, fall, crack your head open. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Do you relate (laughs) to this song? (laughs) I think the idea of having given up on someone liking you back or wanting you back, but secretly, like, hoping they will want you back or like you back, I think that's a pretty relatable feeling. Totally. And, like, hoping one day... That, you know, the person you like will realize you were there all along and want you back. Kind of like you belong with me. Like, Mm. been here all along. Why can't you see? I feel like in my past and in my teenage young adult years, there was like a lot of pining that I did and hoping for people to realize they liked me back or wanted me back without me ever sharing actually how I felt, (laughs) (laughs) which is what this song kind of feels like to me. It's all like a very romantic idea. But it's not realistic if you never share your feelings. Exactly. Someone can't just assume you like them or assume you're thinking of them if you never share your feelings. And it's not fair to put it all on the other person either. Yeah. So, I yeah, I relate to that, like, idea. And it feels like like such a teenage feeling for me. Like, it was very pervasive through that time. Mm. And I'm very glad that as I became an adult, I didn't have to feel like that anymore. <laughs> That you actually spoke your feelings. Yeah, it's huge. Something that I'll say, too, that I've learned and, like, will impart to our listeners is that someone who truly likes you and wants to be with you will make it clear and you'll know. They won't play games and they won't confuse you constantly. If they are confusing you and you're not sure, it's because they're probably confused themselves Mm -hmm. about how they feel and probably don't actually want to date you. Mm. And that's something that I didn't learn until I got older. And like when people know they like you, it's usually pretty clear. Oh, definitely. You know, and so don't waste your time on anyone who plays games and don't play games yourself. It's just better to be honest and open and vulnerable with people. It just makes life easier. It certainly does. You know, it makes relationships way easier. But I will say there were times just because like I didn't know what it was like to be courted and by someone that there were times where someone maybe did something nice for me, like brought me to a concert or mm. cooked for me. And we had been friends before and I wasn't picking up on the mm. signals that they liked me mm-hmm. that in hindsight were super obvious. Mm. But it's just because my brain like didn't know that people did nice things like that. Sure. So that was the kind of thing where or maybe I was in denial or whatnot. So there are times where people think they're making it clear mm-hmm. and people miss those signals. That's why it's always easier just to say you like someone. Just say it. Don't make it, leave it questioning. And if they don't like you back, it's better to know sooner than be like, if I just keep doing this and don't tell them how I feel, maybe one day they'll realize they like me. So I just, I relate to that idea of the song. You know, like, what if if Ron and Hermione had actually spoken their feelings in the second 
book. Yeah, they would have like got, solved so much drama. Yeah. Like bypassed a lot. But they might not have ended up together ultimately because they were so young. Indeed. So they had to go through learning how to communicate mm-hmm. together. Through Victor Crumb. Yeah. And I get that it's hard. You know, I didn't yeah. know how to communicate, but it's like when I was younger, but it's one of those things that once you like learn that skill, it's a lot better than just waiting for someone to come in from the rain. Definitely. Who's never going to come in from the rain. Definitely. <laughs> Lavender brown. Yeah, that wouldn't have even happened. No. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for the segment of Gossip The hidden message in Come In With The Rain is Won't admit that I'd wish you'd come back Ooh. Which is pretty straightforward Fits with the lyrics of the song And basically goes along with what we were just talking about Like she's not admitting that she wishes this person would come back Right But even to herself But she does Yep and she's just hoping for them to come back, but without letting them know that, they might never come back. Mm. As this was a pretty early Taylor song, there's not much speculation on who this might be about. And I guess it's probably some boy from Taylor's high school or the idea of a relationship Taylor might have had or thought about or mm. had a crush on, mm-hmm. something like that. I did want to give a shout out to Rain Motifs <laughs> as Taylor often romanticizes it's true. Rain. And especially on the Fearless album. And I think it's just important to note that as we go through more Fearless songs, the idea of rain Mm -hmm. comes up all the time. All the time. And it comes up in both happy and sad situations, always having to do with romance in some way or romantic situations or breakups. Yeah. So just a shout out to the rain motif here. Uh, Love the rain motif. (laughs) Yes. Don't don't love rain, love a rain motif. I agree. And I, I think it works fantastically in all of Taylor's songs that she utilizes it in. Though I'm not a Rain fan myself, when Taylor romanticizes Rain, I'm down with it. You love Rain. (laughs) Also, also, I do think it's interesting that we have what I think is a God shout out in this song Mm. with the lyrics, talk to the man with the reasons why and talk to the man who put you here. Mm. They seem... Like God mentions to me, the mention of God came up in some of Taylor's early country music, you yeah. know, Prayed to God Above uh, in yeah. our song. Those those two Christmas songs. Yeah. But it like it wasn't too often, like it was kind of scattered throughout, not like some other country singers that where it's always part of the songs. Yeah. And then it kind of went away for a while in her music until soon you'll get better with the lyric. Right. Desperate people find faith, so now I pray to Jesus too. Yep. So I just find that kind of subtle religious journey in the music interesting. Mm. I don't know how it applies to Taylor's real life, but I just, I think it's important to note that reference here because it's not super common in her music. Yeah, especially after Fearless. Yeah. I I, I don't think that there is much else, except for like, you know, False God, which is... Different. Definitely not about God, God. Yeah. yeah, I'll be interested to see as we keep going along if we pick up on more of that. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite line in the song, Devin? My favorite line is, I could stand up and sing you a song, but I don't want to have to go that far. Mm. And that kind of resonates with me a little bit, being an entertainer, Oh, if yes. you will. Mm-hmm. And resonates with the same thing of like, you should know I like you. Duh. 
I think it's a funny line, though, because that is what she's doing. That's exactly with this song. what she's doing. <laughs> I, I wrote you this song and I'm singing about you, but I don't want to actually like stand up and sing it i just want to sing it here on my bed while i wallow in my in my emotions (laughs) with the window open while it's raining which is gonna get the whole room wet what if this song is about steven and hey steven and when she writes the song for him that's her saying okay i'm gonna say it could be okay probably not but could be yeah so uh i like that i like that line i like that line (laughs) (laughs) what about you do you like that line what's your what's your favorite line in the song my favorite line is and i i've got you down i know you by heart and you don't even know where i start Ooh, yeah and like i like that just it's very deep and it's just that idea of knowing someone by heart and they they don't they don't know anything about you or having such a deep crush on someone or maybe they're your ex you know Mm. so much and you feel like how do you not know me at all i know you so well yeah i just like that line a lot i think it's relatable and like that the line i know every step up to your door like Mm. just that like feeling of like remembering everything over and over and knowing all the facts and then just feeling like the other person doesn't or isn't remembering it the same way as you it feels like Early all too well to me. Ooh, like a... Little hints of it. Like hints. Yeah. She hadn't experienced that major heartbreak yet. Right. But she was thinking about what it would be like. Mm. And when she experienced it, that's when she was able to write it differently. It all all goes back to all too well. Or it all leads to all too well. At least before, I think. In my opinion. (laughs) Every single song. No. (laughs) So Gab, on a scale of one to ten open windows, what would you give this song? I would give Come In With The Rain five open windows. Okay. I think it's very catchy. I really enjoy the song. I like to sing it. It's not one that I play all the time. It's not one I return to all the time. Mm. And it's not like in my top songs from Fearless. Sure. I do like it though. And I think it's well crafted. So five. It's kind of like my standard middle of the pack Cool. What about you from one to ten open windows? I'm going to give this one four open windows. Okay. Come in with the rain, four open windows. Like I said in my analysis of why I like it or not like it, it just sounds like not as great version of a couple of her other songs on Fearless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think I'll I'll give it four. I'm excited to see what it sounds like on the re-record, if it changes at all. If Love Story is any indication of what she's doing with the re-records, it sounds like like it's going to be pretty true to the original yeah with like little switches here and there so we'll see i'm i'm excited yeah but to... like with her fuller voice yeah with her i can't explain it cuz it sounds so similar but her voice is just it, well better. she's yeah it's matured yeah. and she has her it does her vocals sound amazing yeah on the on her newer stuff. Yeah, and when Fearless comes out, which is in a little over a month, Taylor's version, of course. Of course. We'll, when we get to our next Fearless song, we'll mention anything different in the re-records that may have come up in Fearless songs we already covered. If it's pretty much the same, we won't. Or we might have a bonus episode of Taylor's version of Fearless and what we think of it. Yeah, 
We could. We could do something like that. That'd be pretty cool. It's our podcast. Stay tuned, guys. Ooh. Keep listening to us. You can check us out on Instagram at Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Keep writing those reviews on Apple Podcasts. They're really helping. Oh, my God. We appreciate it so much. They're so kind. Oh, my God. We you guys love are amazing. Them. So please keep that up. Also, everyone who got us trending on Amazon Music last week, that's so cool. Keep that up. <laughs> that Continue really with cool. the downloads. Share with one of your friends. Share with Swifty friends. Share it maybe on your Instagram. We just want to keep gathering more Swifties to us because it's getting pretty exciting for us. Yeah, it's really cool. And like always, we love chatting with you guys on Instagram, talking to you guys, hearing what you guys think of the, of the songs and of, you know, our content and how we're doing. And it, it's incredibly helpful and, and really cool. Yeah. So thank you all so much. Yeah. Next time, we'll be covering the song Coney Island from Evermore. Ooh, come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. See you next time.